Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This program is brought to you in part by The Country Kitchen in Dickinson. At The Country Kitchen, we believe all we have, including the business, our employees, and our customers, is a gift from God. We share God's abundant generosity by proudly supporting Real Presence Radio because it's a ministry that helps evangelize the very people we serve. The Country Kitchen. We strive to serve our Lord and others first. Located at 528 12th Street West. You can call 701-483-9376. It's the 63rd annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August the 2nd. The Champions Ride August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena. Exit 7 on I-94, east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10. The excitement begins at 1. Advance tickets and information at hotrnd.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. Fisher Industries serves all aspects of the aggregate processing industry from the design and fabrication of aggregate equipment to processing and the end use of aggregate materials. Their services also include concrete, drilling, blasting, and paving services. Located at 3020 Energy Drive in Dickinson, Fisher Industries can be found online at fisherind.com. Fisher Industries is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Live on the road on the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. It's time for us to pray in a particular way. We always pray when we're on the air. Uh, prayer is defined as raising our hearts and minds to Almighty God, but we're going to lift up some particular prayer intentions during this part of our show entitled Prayerfully Yours. Uh, so we are going to name some intentions, and I want you to think of your intentions as you as you listen to us. Um, like one of my parishioners always tells me, we have so much to pray for. And so first we're going to pray for Michelle's husband, who is having trouble with alcoholism. We, we lift up Michelle's husband uh, to battle and to overcome his addiction to alcohol, his uh, sentiments to, to drink alcohol, and his freedom from that. And our Lord is the only one who can free him from that for Michelle's husband 
Let's pray for a four-year-old little girl, Lena. Lena has been diagnosed with a large neuroblastoma. This neuroblastoma is positioned behind her heart and lungs. We pray for this little four-year-old girl, and we pray that she may be consoled and that our Lord will guide all who care for her in the medical world, in the medical field, all who love her, in, from her family and friends, Lena, age four. Here's another intention for our son-in-law who is suffering uh, from severe mental health issues. Um, the son-in-law who is suffering from severe mental health issues, uh, it's affecting his family, it's affecting his life, and uh, so we offer uh, a prayer, we lift him up. We know, we know so many people suffer from mental health issues. They're often uh, unseen, unnoticed. They're very real. We lift him up. We pray for all married couples, and we pray for a deeper faith and understanding and a personal relationship with, with God. Uh, we also pray for the rest of Izzy O'Brien, who was recently tragically killed. We pray for her family, Holly and Bo, her mother and father, and we pray for all her relatives during this uh, time of tragedy, this time of loss, for all who are experiencing tragedy and loss in their lives. We pray for all those battling alcohol and, as well, drug addictions, that they would be open to our Lord's prompting to be healed uh, so that they can re-engage with their families. Uh, I, I think uh, the, the great destructiveness of any addiction is that it disengages us from our lives, from our families, from our friends. We pray that they will be re-engaged uh, to love, honor, cherish every moment with them. We also pray for our families involved on this difficult journey, that the families too, let's not forget how these families suffer, that they can find healing from the damage done by addictions. So Lord, we lift all of these intentions up to you. We ask that you keep them in your care. We ask that you answer them according to your will as you give us every good thing uh, through Christ our Lord. Remember the sick and we pray that as much as sick gives us a glimpse of our own death, as much as sickness can often uh, bring anguish, it can also bring us to return to you and to rely on you. For all of these intentions, Lord, hear our prayer and grant them according to all that you give us through Christ our Lord. Amen. That is our prayer request for today. And remember, prayerfully yours. We'll come back on the next Real Presence Live segment. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to visit with the, the captain of this ship here at Country Kitchen, Marlo Nelson. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. This is Real Presence Live. We're on the road in Dickinson, North Dakota. We'll be back in just one moment. Aaron, take us to the break. This program is brought to you in part by The Country Kitchen in Dickinson. At The Country Kitchen, we believe all we have, including the business, our employees, and our customers, is a gift from God. We share God's abundant generosity by proudly supporting Real Presence Radio because it's a ministry that helps evangelize the very people we serve. The Country Kitchen, we strive to serve our Lord and others first. Located at 528 12th Street West, you can call 701-483-9376. 
Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live on the road, where once a month we bring the show to your community. If you're nearby this morning, stop by to say hello at the Country Kitchen in Dickinson, North Dakota. Now, back to more great stories from the local people you know and love. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're here in, in Dickinson, North Dakota. We're right in front of Country Kitchen. My next guest is uh, is uh, Marlo Nelson. And uh, Marlo, welcome to the show. Thank you, Monsignor. We're, it's such a blessing and a pleasure to have you guys here on our front patio. And We are. Yeah. And uh, you are taking care of us. Uh, was it Reese that ran this out? What was her name? Yes, that was uh, she, Reese. She brought us some coffee. Coffee, caramel rolls. Uh, caramel rolls. Uh, uh, Renee is another of my favorite servers here. Yep. And uh, you, of course, are always taking care of us. Thank you for hosting us this morning at Country Kitchen. How did you get into the restaurant business? You know, when between the the summer between my eighth grade and freshman year, my parents moved farther out of town, and we were would have been in the South Hart School District. But we had all you know all their all of us kids went to Catholic schools, and so Dad said, "Well, we're going to need to get you a car, and we'll get the car, but you got to pay for gas if you still want to go to Trinity." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I uh, applied for a dishwasher here, and um, you know, been here ever since. <laughs> you know. I always said every young person should be in the food business. Absolutely, I agree it, with it, you. It's it's a for, it, it's it's unforgiving. Nobody nobody ever forgets a bad meal, right? And uh, or bad service for that matter. Uh, I started as a dishwasher at Pizza Hut in Williston, by the way. Did you really? And nobody out pizzas the hut. <laughs> and, and then I moved to uh, cook, and then I moved to uh, delivery. Nice. Which is uh, where I, I made $70 in 1985 on a Super Bowl Sunday. Wow. Uh, delivering pizzas. The food business, it, it, it's, it's a tough business. Um, are, are you surprised that... That, that you're living your, your life in the, in the food business? I, well, um, on one hand, I am a little bit because this is not what I always envisioned, you know, when you have all those dreams and aspirations. But on the other hand, no, because hospitality, like, was ingrained into us growing up. And mom always had, mm-hmm. you know, back when we lived on Palm Beach Road, the bus would drop off. All of the kids would come to the Berwick household and would have caramel rolls and, you know, milk from our dirt, from our cows. And so mom was always feeding the neighborhood. So I grew up knowing that. And um, I feel like the, the restaurant business really is all about connections and not only feeding your bodily hunger, but making people feel welcome and listening to their stories and so there's that whole other aspect to it that I just love and enjoy also. 
Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. I'm visiting with uh, Marlo Nelson, who's the, the owner of uh, Country Kitchen, which is where we, we are. We're right in front of Country Kitchen in Dickinson right now. We got, we got some fans surrounding us and some cars honking at us. And you're, you're married to Ryan. Correct. And Ryan is a, is a deacon of the church. Yep, at St. Pat's. At St. Patrick's. St. Yep. Patrick's, uh, good name, by the way, is, is, is your, is your uh, parish here. And your son Jaden is uh, is an ordained priest, Father Jaden Nelson, correct? Who's, yep. who's the president of uh, Bishop Ryan? Yeah, and doing and, great things in Minot, and we know uh, he's listening right now. I'm I'm sure, or or at least he be- he better be. No, oh. he's on silent retreat. Oh. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there you go. Okay, so he's not calling in. So, uh, how long have you uh, owned Country Kitchen here? Well, I've owned it for 20 years, but I've been here for 43. You've so. been here for 43 years. That's right. I got to ask you a question. Uh, when I walked in after I uh, I was assigned here as a young priest uh, in in ninety three ninety four, then I was in New England until two thousand. I moved back here to Dickinson in twenty eleven, and and I was I, I'm always impressed. You you have a papal blessing hanging in the entry of your of your restaurant here. So you, so you walk into Country Kitchen and you see a picture of our Holy Father, whomever whomever it is. It was John Paul Saint. Pope John Paul II, uh, Benedict. Benedict. Yep. Now Francis is on the wall. Um, how you you you're not afraid of of um, kind of expressing and living your faith, are you? No, I'm not. But that wasn't always the case. You know, I've out like the back of the house. Um, always have you know i have a picture of the sacred heart of jesus above the back door so the delivery men see it all the time and i always have little prayer cards hanging up in the kitchen and icons of saints there but i never brought it to the front of the house until one day father basil atwell brought in the picture of um our lady of perpetual help and he's like i just want you to pray about hanging this out front and i did and i it was just like this big moment for me where I just thought, I need, I'm I'm at the restaurant probably more than I'm at home. In my house, I have all sorts of religious objects around. So I can't be afraid to express that here in the restaurant. So I hung it up and then, you know, the rest is just like, yeah, everything just came flowing out and the blessings were just showered upon us. And and not only me, but the staff, you know, it was just, it was a great awakening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Country Kitchen here in Dickinson, Marlo Nelson is the owner, and uh, for over 40 years you, you've been here. By the way, you started washing dishes. I did too. Wa- uh, I always love washing dishes. I still love washing dishes, oh, and okay. I do it a lot. <laughs> you know, there, there's a sense of accomplishment. That's and, right. And uh, it's sort of like painting, uh, which I really don't like doing but at the end there's there's really a sense of accomplishment um how many employees do you have here 32 uh 32 employees yeah who uh, i i wouldn't have guessed i would have guessed maybe 18 to 20 no um we have and especially during the school year where you're i really flexible with scheduling because i think people should you know especially we have a lot of young staff on the night shift and um they're involved in extracurriculars and different camps and you know and and they need time with their families so i'd rather have more staff and be able to be give them the time off that they need than to you know just be short staffed and make have to make people work yeah and um 32 employees and um how's the how's the economy here in 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 dickinson it's good you know um the boom was insane 
And then it tapered off for a little bit because a lot of new restaurants came into town, and that always impacts you one way or another. And um, But, you know, we just keep doing what we do best, and, um, you know, we we always find our way through all those things, and we just, yeah, so things are going very I've well. I've always believed, even in running a parish, that the difficulty is finding good people, right. uh, good, good help. Is, 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 is the market hard, hard to find? The, uh, it's... It's harder than it used to be. Um, my great blessing is that once somebody starts, it seems like if I hire somebody and say they're uh, you know, a sophomore in high school or something, they'll tell their friend about how well <laughs> things go here. And then they work throughout their whole high school career, or if they go to college here, they stay here. Mm-hmm. Or if they go away to college, they come back and work holidays. So mm-hmm. that is a that's a huge blessing. But yeah, it is a little harder um, than it used to be, but nothing that you know we sure. can't work with. And my, my sister was a server at Pizza Hut, and and I and I think I'm a good tipper. I, I think she is as well because I've I've worked for tips. And uh, th- those those are your best tippers, the people that, that have worked for tips and Absolutely. appreciate. So what's your best thing going here at Country Kitchen? Food-wise? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think our skillet breakfasts are just, everybody right. loves those. Um, and I think probably on a Sunday, we are, uh, you know, we probably make a 500 omelets. <laughs> is like, that right? Yeah. Uh, Let's bring Reese out here. Steve, can you get Reese? We'll put her on the air. She was, she was the first one to bring coffee out here. We'll, we'll get her on the air here in a bit. So Marlo Nelson, uh, this this is a good location for you now. Yes. Uh, it's all about location, location. location. You're, you're right off the interstate, uh, right down the road from Queen of Peace. I'm sure Monsignor Richter comes here a lot. Yeah, this is probably his local restaurant. Um, and a lot of st- what's changed around you in, in the last uh, 40 years that, that you've been here. There's there's been a lot of changes. I know there there used to be you know some different restaurants there, but but what's changed most to, to you? What's most impressive? I think well the gas station is a good um, you know a good next door neighbor with the car wash and that and the the hotels are. Um, they even the ones across the interstate impact us, you know, because we work with them also. So there's a lot of that. Plus, there's the neighborhoods are just like filling up. <laughs> yeah. So you have a lot of people that are, uh, you know, coming that are new to the new to the neighborhood, new to this area, and once they, it's it's an easy place to find. So we like to see that. So uh, when I'm visiting with Marlo Nelson about how she is uh, r- really impressive in many ways and uh, a lot of hospitality here, um, you, 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 uh, you are successful in large part uh, because of what your parents have given you. Ab- uh, absolutely. A, a sense of uh, service, joy, hospitality. Uh, that that's uh, that's something you can't. Uh, you can buy a restaurant. You can try and run a restaurant, but if, if you don't have your heart in it, um, you. So, w- what would you say to parents who who have, you know, one of the great? I always say, one of the greatest gifts my parents gave me was was uh, the, to work. Right. Uh, to, to we, we you know we, we could have anything we wanted if we if we paid for it and if we uh, so. Um, what encouragement would you give parents who are, you know, trying to, uh, because if you have that heart of uh, a work ethic and joy, and so you can really be a successful at anything. What would you say to them? Yeah. How do you do it? Um, I would say two things. One is don't be afraid to let your children work hard and to figure out for themselves how to organize their time. Because if you're constantly giving them instructions that you have to do this now and that, that you know, they, they can't 
really organize their own time and find time for homework and you know activities and work and the other thing is to that that service is a beautiful gift to give to others and you shouldn't just any whatever job you have but especially in the restaurant industry you're giving service you're providing service for people and you can do that either joyfully willingly with um, a great sense of hope or you can be one of those people that just is punching the clock trying to make some money and you not only help others but you help yourself when you adopt that first attitude marlo nelson country kitchen uh kind of a related question how many eggs you go through a week A week. Wow, I'd have to figure that out. You can think about that. I'll go to Reese here. Reese, you brought coffee out, and I want to put you on the air. Uh, You're a a, a young lady uh, working hard. You're live on the air from Gillette to Superior, Wisconsin right now, so don't mess it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tell us about yourself, Reese. Um, I started this job like two years ago because I turned 15 and I wanted my license. So my parents said, well, if you want your license, you got to go buy yourself a car. So I got a job. I walked here because I live pretty close and got an application. And then when I turned it in, she interviewed me almost right away and then bought my car. And ever since then, I've just been working. How old are you? 17 now. You've been been here two years. Yes. Uh, What's what's the best tip you've ever had? Like the highest? Yeah. Um, I think it was like 70. 70 bucks. Yes. I, I earned that in uh, delivering pizzas. Really? In 1985, Super Bowl Sunday, Williston, North Dakota. Oh, wow. So a $70 tip. So that you must have had a big table. No, actually, it was just a table of two. Ah, I see. So a uh, boyfriend hitting on you? No. <laughs> or, uh, uh, well, they were two oil field guys. Okay. So they, they were they were. Could ta- have been that. So you are a young lady that uh, has has her own car. You have your own job, and you you obviously you, you brought the coffee out here. So I just wanted to put you on the air and say, uh, what what would you say to to young people who may be listening, to to parents who may be listening, obviously who have young children, about uh, going into the workforce at the age of fifteen? I think they should like let them kind of like grow on their own and like learn their own mistakes. You know. Like, my parents, they just kind of, like, let me do my own thing. And so, like, I feel like I'm responsible enough. And if they would, like, push me to do more than I do now or, like, if I didn't do enough and they kept pushing me, I feel like I wouldn't have tried as hard or been as responsible as I feel like I am now. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to tell you what, Reese. You're going to remember for the rest of your life uh, your job here. As I remember Pizza Hut, where I started washing dishes, Marlo, you could own this place someday. Marlo started washing dishes here over 40 years ago. So thanks for coming on the air. Uh, do you want to say hi to anybody? To my family? Uh, want, to say, want to say any names? Uh, probably my parents, Jesse and Trent Sickler. There you go. That's about it. All right. Well, I tell you what, if they're not listening, they can listen because this show will be on podcast in perpetuity, okay? They just go to yourcatholicradiostation.com. You can pull up this and you can say, hey, mom and dad, hey, listen, I, 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 got, I got paid. You're paying her right now, Marla. That's right. right. <laughs> I mean, I, I was paid to go on the air. So, Reese, keep up the good work. You're an inspiration. I, I love to see young people who, who are, work hard, are happy. And uh, so th- thanks for getting off your, your phone and your computer game. <laughs> and getting out of bed and bringing us coffee here at Country Kitchen, right. okay? Thank you. All right, Reese. Well, there you go. I mean, so you, you, have, you have 32. Yeah, she, 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 did, she did really well for, for uh, being afraid. Uh, 
you have 32 employees, and so you rely on you rely a lot on 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 people like Reese. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they're yeah, they're the bones of the business. Yeah. So. And and they 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 learn the trade. Uh, now, who, you, cooking. I, I I've always you know what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a short order cook for oh, for about well, a month. I can put an apron on. I, <laughs> No, I, I, I think it would be fun to, especially breakfast. Yes. I, I love cooking. I, I, I love uh, kind of, I kind of like stress. And to just to, to uh, who, who's, who's your cook? Uh, I do a lot of the cooking. You do a lot then, of- Yeah, I have managers that cook, Phyllis, sure. Shane, Tess. Um, sure. Yeah. And so that, that has to be a more stable... Um, older person, huh? That doesn't go off to school. Uh, that, I mean, and, and uh, right. Well, there's always a manager in the back of the house, and so. But we have people just like Reese. Um, you have to be a little bit older to be in the kitchen, but um, that we were again work around their schedules, and they, you know, they do just a great job back there. So sure. Sure. Well, uh, I think we're coming up on a break. Uh, Marlo Nelson, thank you. Uh, you're, you're an inspiration to talk to. Uh, you're a great example of the Catholic faith and the work ethic. Thanks for hosting us here. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll stop back again, okay? Thank you. It was our pleasure. Well, there you go, Marlo Nelson. This is Real Presence Radio. We are on the road. We will be back in just a moment with the heart of your legacy with Mike Kidrowski. Don't go anywhere. Local, engaging, and on the road, live from the Country Kitchen in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's Real Presence Live on the road on the Real Presence Radio Network. This program is brought to you in part by The Country Kitchen in Dickinson. At The Country Kitchen, we believe all we have, including the business, our employees, and our customers, is a gift from God. We share God's abundant generosity by proudly supporting Real Presence Radio because it's a ministry that helps evangelize the very people we serve. The Country Kitchen, we strive to serve our Lord and others first. Located at 528 12th Street West, you can call 701-483-9376. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday, the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're having a great show, and uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's rolling by. We're coming up on 29 minutes past the hour, and if you have to be somebody, uh, somewhere with somebody at the bottom of the hour... Uh, you better be there. Uh, time rolls by. I wish we could do this three hours a day, every day, but we're coming up on our last half hour of this show, and we have been on the road. Today's Real Presence Live is brought to you in part by Country Kitchen. I just interviewed Marlo Nelson at Country Kitchen. They say, we believe all we have is a gift from God. The business, our employees, our customers is a gift from God. That's a good thought for us today. Whatever we, whatever we have in our life, whatever we go through in our life is a gift. Mother Teresa used to say that often, whether it's good or whether it's bad. It, it, it's in our lives and let's call it a gift. Uh, and if it's bad, we will uh, find our faith and comfort of it. And, and it's good. Uh, we'll remember uh, the bad times. A famous saint said in the good times, remember the bad times. In the bad times, remember the good times, and your life will be very, very balanced. So uh, it's, it's great to, to be here. We're, we're outside. These are uh, great summer days. Don't let this summer pass you by. We, we all had the, the tough winter, so let's enjoy the middle of July. And uh, I now want to welcome Mike Kudrowski, uh, Real Presence Radio Advancement Director. He's here at the, the, the table. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Monsignor. Thank you for uh, hosting the show this thanks, uh, thanks morning. Thanks for setting up the tents. Absolutely. Uh, uh, getting the wiring it's, done. It's a beautiful morning. And this, as you mentioned, these are the days we dream about it's, in February. It's, it's a great day to have a great day, and it's a great day to listen to Real Presence Radio. Uh, let's talk about uh, your work as an advancement uh, director, what are, what are some of the things you do? Yes, Monsignor, thank you. Uh, uh, as an advancement director or director of advancement, uh, I uh, uh, manage staff uh, in charge of uh, relationship building and uh, fundraising. We are 100% listener supported, so uh, uh, it uh, uh, behooves us to uh, build those relationships uh, with our listeners and uh, tell them the story. And uh, we hope that they uh, uh, feel inclined to support our mission, which is uh, to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the upper Midwest. In this segment, Michael, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about uh, legacy. Uh, we mm-hmm. call this segment uh, "Heart of Your Legacy," mm-hmm. uh, where the name suggests we we take a look at the heart of giving and how we can create a lasting legacy. Tell me about 
heart of your legacy. Yes, when we refer to heart, Monsignor, we refer to uh, love. And uh, when it comes to the heart of your legacy, uh, people uh, do uh, uh, leave a legacy because they love someone. They either love their family, they love their church. And uh, planned giving is simply uh, an effort to take the time to plan your estate. Now, we had this, this discussion uh, eight years ago, Monsignor. I, I found my notes from October no 2011. Kidding. We had this talk. And there's been a change. Last time, eight years ago, we talked about leaving a legacy at the end of your life. Now, the trend in planned giving is for folks to uh, distribute their assets um, before they pass on. That way, they see their money at work. They see their assets at work, whether that be a gift to their children or a gift to, to, to the church or their favorite charity or ministry. They get to enjoy seeing their uh, uh, hard work at work doing what they love or supporting who they love. And they get to experience, Monsignor, and I've, I, I've seen this over the years, the joy of giving. I have to say, and we know, uh, that you're not here to, to give professional advice. Uh, right. Michael Kedrowski is not giving professional advice. You always talk to your professionals wherever they are in your life, your attorney or your accountant, uh, and That's your right. family as well. But uh, why, is, why is planned giving so important but what's the important of planned giving uh, versus just kind of like you know taking life as it comes yes uh, exactly planned giving is uh, an effort to take some time folks now people uh, in their phases of life uh, accumulate their assets their wealth over 40 years of hard work and labor and then there's about 10 years of the conservation of those assets. And then uh, Monsignor people usually take maybe two hours then on planning the distribution of those assets. And then we are encouraging, and again, we, we, we can't give uh, financial or uh, legal advice, but uh, we speak in general terms, but we do get into specifics sometimes. But what we encourage here in plan giving is taking the time to plan out the distribution of your assets. And again, that uh, your assets that you've accumulated over the years will go three places. It will go either to family and friends, it will go to charity or it will go to the federal government in taxes. Now, we as gift planners want to help you give more to charity and to your family and less to the federal government in taxes. Uh, I think uh, I would agree with that. That, sound, that sounds good to me. And, and remember, the government knows you have it. Uh, as well. Uh, oh, absolutely. The, the absolutely. The government knows you have your money. We're talking about planned giving here with, with Michael Kudrowski and how that uh, can uh, really uh, ch change your, your, your life. What are the. Uh, tell us about the different forms. When it comes to planned giving, uh, without getting too technical, because uh, I get woozy quickly on this. I understand. Uh, uh, yeah, you've told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> what, when, when it's insurance talk and yeah. uh, I, when I talk to my accountant and all, all this. So, so what are the different forms of planned giving? Certainly. 
Now, uh, when you think of uh, a planned gift, you know, there's those gifts that you plan today that come later, like a, a gift uh, uh, in your will to your charity or to your church. Sure. That's number one. Uh, a second, uh, giving it while you're living, that can be as simple as planning a gift of stock. A gift of stock is a great gift, especially appreciate, appreciated stock, because when you give that type of gift, you get the stepped-up basis, you get the full value deduction of that stock, and you don't have to pay capital gains on the gain. Marvelous. Okay. Got it. And uh, recently, oh, in the last, it's been uh, two, three years now, the federal government has uh, approved permanently the IRA rollover to charities. Now, that's just... That's just simple to understand. If you have an IRA, you can simply talk to your broker and roll over up to $100,000 a year to charity, and you don't have to claim that as income, and you get the required uh, a minimal withdrawal credit for that. So it's simply, uh, in estate planning, an IRA is what we call a a bad asset. That means that somebody's going to pay tax on that. But an IRA rollover opportunity, you simply just roll that over to charity. You don't pay tax on it. Um, let's talk about age. Um, it, would, it would seem to me, and this is probably not correct, but that planned giving is something that you do later in life. Mm-hmm. Planned giving is something you do in the autumn years of your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not wrong, but... Um, this can be taken at any age, or when's a good time to begin planned giving? giving? Well, planning can begin, especially early on when you have uh, young children, for example. You have to, uh, uh, in, in your will, you, have to, you ought to name the guardian of those children. Uh, and then, as we accumulate the, uh, your estate, your assets... In your, your retirement years, that is a key time to uh, really recognize how God has blessed you over the years and then make some decisions. You talk to your spouse, you talk to your uh, attorney, your financial advisor, maybe your life underwriter, and you start talking about your plan of, how, of distribution. And that oftentimes... Uh, happens during the uh, your your retirement age uh, uh, folks so uh, but uh, as far as uh, your plan for your children uh, and when should that happen when do you distribute assets to your children that depends you know uh, on their responsibility some are responsible at age 25 some not until 75 but uh, uh, you have to take that into consideration as well. Monsignor Schumacher here, Real Presence Live. We're live from Country Kitchen in Dickinson, North Dakota. I thank all of our listeners because, as Michael just said, this radio station is 100% supported by our listeners. Thank you. I hope you're having a good start to your day. Michael Kidrowski is uh, is my is my guest, and uh, he is uh, currently the Real Presence Radio Advancement Director. Uh, we're talking about heart of your legacy. We know that all giving comes from the heart, and we know that people most 
gifts they give to people, and these relationships are, are, are developed. But another thing we've spoken about before, Michael, and I want to get this in, is, is the transfer of wealth that we're seeing in our country right now. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we are, we are uh, in, I think, the, the greatest transfer of wealth that our country has ever seen. I don't know, possibly will ever see. T- tell us about that. Certainly. Uh, the baby boomer uh, generation is now age 54 to 74, and they have accumulated wealth like uh, never before in, in, in our history. And I've researched, I've seen this wealth transfer uh, data since 2002, so I've been tracking it. And I've just last night read uh, two sources that give uh, an estimated $59 trillion will transfer in the next years from this generation to the next that's about one trillion dollars a year now this is a call to action to nonprofits, uh real presence radio of course this is a call to action because we have to make a plan we have to establish a plan for that uh transfer of wealth and of that 59 trillion there's an estimated 25 29 trillion dollars that will be given to charity so we have to be uh, a cognizant of that and just continue to build relationships with folks and help them plan for their uh, distribution of their estates we visited about it's it's amazing to to, to think about that Mm -hmm. that 59 trillion will 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 uh, transfer in the next 50 years Mm -hmm. 25 to 30 of that to charity Mm-hmm. It's it's mind-boggling. We're talking trillion right in the right. next fifty years. Right. And how is all that earned by capitalism? By capitalism, yes. By capitalism. And uh, also, it's good to note that only of that wealth, only three percent is cash. The rest is invested in retirement plans, real estate, stocks, bonds, that sort of thing. So we really do have to uh, continue to build relationships and continue to help people make sure that the legacy that they leave is what they really want. That is something to think about, Michael. Anything else you want to say before we uh, move on to my next guest? I were... It's a beautiful day out here, and thanks for setting me up. You're my yeah. one of my parishioners at St. Wenceslas. Yes, and, yes, indeed. Uh, and you and uh, Kathy, and you, you can even read when a reader doesn't show up. Yes, you're, indeed. You're bulletproof in that regard. <laughs> yes. Well, I, would, I just want to extend a heartfelt thank you to all our supporters. Uh, it, you are very generous, and uh, please, please understand that we do appreciate you. We are good stewards of your gifts, believe me. And uh, please continue to uh, help us along. Thank you, Michael. We're going to move next to Deacon Thane Barnier. We're going to talk about the Legion of Mary. Don't go anywhere on Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and on the road, live from the Country Kitchen in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's Real Presence Live on the road on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger, from brand new locations, including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marnie College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. 
The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The Signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. This program is brought to you in part by The Country Kitchen in Dickinson. At The Country Kitchen, we believe all we have, including the business, our employees, and our customers, is a gift from God. We share God's abundant generosity by proudly supporting Real Presence Radio because it's a ministry that helps evangelize the very people we serve. The Country Kitchen. We strive to serve our Lord and others first. Located at 528 12th Street West, you can call 701-483-9376. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live on the road from the Country Kitchen in Dickinson, North Dakota. Indeed, we are live. It's 45 minutes past the hour. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We've had a great show. We just have a few minutes left for you. Uh, Earlier in the show, we had a Prayerfully Yours segment, and uh, we have another prayer. Angela on Facebook asked us to pray. We'll lift her up in prayer right now. Prayers for family members' career paths to be made clear and for faith in our family. And I I think that's a a great prayer. I I wanted to, to, to add that because career paths just often require a lot of patience as life unfolds. Angela, thank you for that, and thank you for all who submitted to our prayerfully yours segment and all who submitted uh, their prayers in their own hearts for us uh, today. I, I, I know that although the prayers are heard, as I said, on Saturday, we have the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. It's something I remember. I was two and a half years old and uh, I, I, I want to quote, we, we remember Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, Buzz Aldrin, but but yeah, I I I was always intrigued by the Apollo Eight mission in 1968. This is this is the first time the Apollo Eight mission was the first time human beings left Earth orbit. The Apollo Eight mission is the first flight to the moon. They they didn't land, but that was remember Borman, Anders, and and Lovell. And remember Lovell was also on that uh, fateful uh, Apollo 13 flight. But it's it's and I, and I I read a lot of these articles about comments from the astronauts, and there were there were there were 400,000 people who contributed to the achievement of 
human beings landing on the moon and bringing them back safely. But the, the thing I like about uh, Jim Lovell is he said, this is, this, these, are, these, are, these are his words. He said, uh, if you want to get into this business of being an astronaut, you better be optimistic. And I, I, I think we, we, uh, we love the courage of all these astronauts, but let's not forget the optimism they had. This is what Lovell said. I don't think that any flight to the moon and back, I don't think we ever wondered whether the engines would light again or not. I mean, you have to take that on faith. There's no alternative. They will light. That's going to happen. I like that optimism as well that these astronauts had. We, we often hold up their courage, and we should, uh, but they were very, very optimistic that what was given to them and what they were plan planning to do uh, would work. So congratulations, United States of America, 50-year anniversary on Saturday. And uh, they were on the moon for, uh, I think, about 21 hours. So it's uh, not, not, even, not even a day. Uh, just an amazing part of our, of, our, of our history. Deacon Barnier, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor. How are you doing? I, I, I am fine. Uh, I, was, I was two and a half. Where were you during the moon landing? Were you born yet? How old are you? I don't need to I, know. How. I had not been born yet. No. <laughs> I... I was born in 1972. So well, there, there you, well, there you go. Um, thank you for being on Real Presence Live, and uh, we appreciate uh, all of our guests. Uh, you're coming from uh, the diocese of Sioux Falls. That's where you're a deacon. How long have you been a deacon? Uh, I was ordained last May, so about uh, about 15 months, 14 months. Well, congratulations uh, to you. Thank and, you very much. Uh, we're going to talk about Mary, our mother, who leads us to her son. We know that Mary's role is to lead us to her son and to be a, a great model of our, of our faith. And uh, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, the apostolate dedicated uh, to Our Lady, um, the Legion of Mary. Uh, tell us what the Legion of Mary is and how you got involved with it. Well, I, the Legion of Mary is, is uh, an apostolate that's really designed with, with two, uh, two missions in mind. Uh, the, the first is the, the personal growth of the individual member growing into holiness, closer to Jesus through that devotion to Mary, um, always for, for the glory of God. And then that growth in personal holiness is then passed on to others through uh, the individual evangelical works that the Legion undertakes. Um, you know, it's as simple as following Jesus' instruction, right? Stay on the vine, stay in Him, and then go bear good fruit. And in Mary, we have that perfect example of what it means to devote our lives truly to Jesus. So, so I got involved with the Legion about six years ago. Um, I'm a convert to the faith. I grew up Baptist, and, and I've been very devoted to our Blessed Mother and the Rosary since I started RCIA. And over the years, my wife and I have been very active in trying to promote the Rosary through a the Knights of Columbus and within our community and our parish, and when one of my friends, uh, who was a member of a presidium in another parish, decided to start one uh, at, at our parish at Christ the King here in Sioux Falls, um, he knew of, of our devotion to Mary and asked us to be a part of it. And I was really taken by the, the simple beauty of the Legion's mission, and both as an apostolate and what it could do for our parish, but also I was really surprised at how I grew personally through, through this process. Deacon Thane Barnier, 
from the Diocese of Sioux Falls is my guest. We're talking about a very beautiful apostolate dedicated to Our Lady, and that is the Legion of Mary. Uh, Deacon Barnier is a, is, a, is a recently ordained deacon of 15 months, and uh, he does not remember the moon landing. He was born in 1972. He's a, so he's a young, he's a young deacon. Um, deacon Barnier, uh, I've got a couple questions here. Uh, first of all, uh, when, when did the Legion of Mary originate? Wh- where and when? Well, it, it was, uh, the first meeting took place in Dublin, Ireland, um, on September 7th, 1921. Uh, it was founded by uh, a number of people, kind of led by uh, a man named Frank Duff, who's been designated as a servant of God, um, and whose cause for canonization is under consideration. He was really inspired uh, by, uh, by the writings of St. Louis Marie de Montfort, the true devotion to Mary. Um, and uh, since those early beginnings of trying to put that faith and, and that devotion to Mary into action, uh, the Legion's grown to several million members in uh, approximately 170 countries. I'm going to be in Dublin in uh, September. Um, is there a, a, a place that I should go? For uh, is, is, is Frank Duff buried there? there? Um, I don't know if Frank Duff is buried there, but there is a, there is a church uh, in, in a place dedicated to uh, the Legion of Mary there in Dublin. Um, I'll look it up here shortly and uh, let you know what the name of that is. I can't remember yeah. the name off the top of my head. Get that to uh, our producer, Aaron, and we'll get that on the site. Uh, you know, as I'm kind of planning things, I'll have 44 people in tow, but it, it's, it's always good to, to know that. I, I guess I just didn't realize that, that the Legion of Mary is, is, tied, uh, is, is tied to Dublin in that year of, of 1921. So if I want to become uh, a, a member... Uh, of the Legion of Mary. Uh, what, what, is, what is asked of the Legion members? <clears throat> the requirements really are pretty simple. The first is, uh, you know, we, we have a weekly meeting as, as a presidium, which is kind of our local, the, the name of our local group, and uh, uh, legionaries are expected to attend weekly meetings uh, as best they can. It, it's important because, you know, I believe holiness is a habit, and we have to develop that good habit. That's how we stay connected to the vine. So by coming together, we help each other in this growth and support and inspire each other uh, in our mission of, of bringing the light of Christ to the world. The second is we're expected to pray the Catena each day. And the Catena is basically the Magnificat with a, a couple of antiphons and a short closing prayer at the end. And then the third requirement is uh, a substantial and active work of faith. Uh, these can be things like visiting the sick or the homebound or the incarcerated. It could be taking communion to hospitals or to shut-ins. It could be teaching religious ed, helping others you know, form their faith in some way. It could be uh, leading a public recitation of the rosary. The emphasis is, is on sharing that light of Christ person to person uh, in ways that help the individuals grow closer to Christ. And this is important because this often scares people off. They think, oh, oh I'm too busy to commit to doing one more thing, you know, because we don't want to promise something we don't think we can we can pull off but the, the reality is as we grow closer to god and our faith these works of faith become just instinctive uh expressions of that faith and that love of god we don't have to try so hard and figure out what to do it's just going to flow naturally out of our faith so i always tell people not to worry about the works it, it, it'll come as you grow in holiness and grow closer to the lord and the, our blessed mother 
Deacon Thane Barnier has been my guest from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Uh, you're a good interview. Uh, come back to Real Presence. Thank you. Uh, former Baptist, convert to the faith. We talked about the Legion of Mary. One more question. If I want to become a part of the Legion, uh, where do I go? What do I need to do? The best thing you can do is, if you don't have a, a presidium in your parish, uh, reach out to, to your local diocese. Uh, do a little searching on the web. Not all the presidiums have a web presence. Um, but uh, you find a presidium in your area, and just contact them, attend a meeting. Um, for, for those in the eastern South Dakota area, you can go to my website, which is uh, com, and I have a list of all our Sioux Falls uh, uh, Diocese Presidiums with the meeting times. Just come to a meeting and experience uh, the Legion, and, and that's the best way to learn if this is right for you and if this is what God's calling you to do. Fantastic. Again, Deacon Thane Barnier, thank you for being a part of Real Presence Radio. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on and, and for allowing me to spread this, this beautiful apostolate uh, devoted to our Blessed Mother. You can be assured you have represented the Legion of Mary well this morning. Good job. Thank you, Monsignor. It's a very good. Uh, very good. Thank you, uh, Aaron. Let's get him back on the show. He's a, a great interview. S- sounds like a, a great young man there in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And um, it's been a good show, Aaron. Absolutely, it has. Give us a preview of what the next show will be. You got it. We're coming to you live from the Mustard Seed Catholic Store in Rapid City with Father Michael Malloy and Karen Gibis. Doug and Sandy Stuckel will be giving their inspirational story of conversion during Inspired Sharing Your Journey. Father Michael Malloy will then take your questions during Straight Talk. We will also be praying for your prayers during Prayerfully Yours. Jan Federal will be with us to talk about the taste of goodness and how God can bring so many good things to our hearts through food. Then we'll be taking the 10-minute tour and Becky Cornell Marsick will be with us to talk about the Uplifting Parents program and the beautiful things going on there. And we'll also have Father Chris Cowles talking about Our Lady of Guadalupe Parish. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. Father? Well, it's been a great show, and I want to thank again Country Kitchen for hosting us. I want to thank Fisher Industries for their support. I want to thank all of you for listening, and, and, and remember, as Michael Kidrowski just said, uh, Real Presence Radio is 100% supported by uh, listeners, and so we're grateful to all of you. We hope you're having a good day. If it's not so great, uh, I pray that it gets better. And uh, it's been a, a great uh, day out here, and uh, I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be with you on August 1st for my next uh, radio show with you. I think is the, the next time I'm scheduled. I don't get to do this often, but I'm, I'm always happy to be with you. Brandon, thank you for being here, and Steve and everybody. And uh, I wish all of you the best uh, day, and uh, I wish all of you uh, continued blessings from our Lord. And, and I also wish you a continued support of Real Presence Radio, which touches the lives of so many uh, beyond beyond what we can imagine. So, Aaron, I'm going to throw it back to you. Thank you for everything, and this has been Monsignor Schumacher. I'm going to go back to my parish of St. Wenceslas, get back to work a little bit, and I hope you all have a good day. Whether you're at work or rest, God bless you, and we'll visit with you again. God bless. Very good. Thank you very much, Monsignor. This has been a wonderful, wonderful show here on the road live in Dickinson at the Country Kitchen. 
And we look forward to everything coming up here on the next Real Presence Live. We'll be praying for you, praying for everyone, and we hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much for a wonderful show today, and we'll be right back with you coming up tomorrow, 9 to 11 Central, right here on Real Presence Live. <laughs>